With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Frontiers in Learning, a program focused on education and its role in our changing society and our changing economy. Hi, I'm Chris Shovlin. Today, we start with the Community College of Beaver County's Criminal Justice Program. We'll find out what it's all about and what you can learn and if you meet its qualifications. My guest is Don Sedlak. He's the Assistant Professor of Criminal Justice at CCBC. Don, thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Let's talk about criminals in general before we talk about your program. Uh, they seem to keep finding new ways to beat the various systems that are in place to prevent them from uh, gaining the upper hand. The challenges change every day for law enforcement. Uh, before we get into your program, before we get into what we can learn at CCBC, tell me how law enforcement is continuing to change. Well, Chris, today in law enforcement, we have to keep up on the current changes, not only in technology, but also, like you mentioned, the new ways that uh, criminals seem to always try to stay one step ahead. So through, you know, professionalism, communication skills, community policing, and technology, we try to use the latest uh, techniques and training available to law enforcement today and to our criminal justice students to help them better prepare themselves for a future uh, in all areas of criminal justice. Seems like every time we turn around, there's a, there's a, a criminal who is, or a, a group of criminals who are uh, just trying to buck the system and break in, and cybersecurity is a main issue right now. Sure, yeah, technology and cybersecurity and investigation and protection, which is one of our newer programs that we're going to launch here in the coming semester in private security. Uh, a lot of uh, Corporations and businesses, college campuses are interested in, uh, you know, having their own private security or handling some of their own internal investigations. So that's an opening uh, field that's opening up quite a bit in uh, private security. And then in, in the law enforcement side, it's the, the technology of, like you said, not only computer crimes, but also being aware of all the events that we're seeing in national spotlight with uh, current events of, you know, public place crimes where people need to be aware of their surroundings. Law enforcement needs to be more vigilant. And uh, we need the eyes and the ears of the community to help law enforcement because they can't be everywhere all the time. Yeah, it truly is everybody's job. Don, we'll talk more about that as uh, the show continues, but let's talk a little bit about what CCBC's criminal justice program is designed to teach and, and what topics come up. Well, we have we have a couple different areas that uh, interested students or future uh, criminal justice uh, people can look into. We have the the general associate's degree for uh, applied science for criminal justice, which you know covers corrections, law enforcement, uh, working with juveniles. Uh, so you know, it's not a lot of people look at criminal justice and they limit it just to policing. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different areas that it can prepare you for, both state, local, 
uh, you know, federal jobs, private security. Uh, so criminal justice is not just law enforcement. It's working with juveniles. Uh, it's working with the court system, uh, corrections, probation and parole. Uh, so there's a lot of areas that you can move forward with a criminal justice degree. And like I'd mentioned earlier, we also have the investigation and protection uh, program, which we've, we've uh, partnered with uh, Lou Gentile from um, CSI out on Broadhead Road. Mm -hmm. And he has a private security company that uh, a lot of his uh, employees are going to help with the instruction of that program. So we use people who have experience in the field, who work in law enforcement and private security and cybersecurity to teach our program so that we're on the cutting edge of the latest technology and techniques available to our criminal justice students. Uh, and then we also have our police technology degree, which is more geared toward the Act 120 certification, which a lot of people aren't aware, believe it or not, in Beaver County and surrounding counties, but we are one of 17 Act 120 municipal police training academies in the state. So if someone wants to be a police officer in the state of Pennsylvania, you have to attend an Act 120 municipal police training program somewhere in the state, and we have one of those academies here uh, in Chippewa, our aviation and police uh, academy building out in Chippewa. Well, it, it, obviously, it's a very wide program, and uh, you're covering a lot of things. And I think maybe you answered part of my next question, and that is what sets CCBC's criminal justice program apart from other programs like it. Uh, you know, just having those experts involved is part of it. But uh, what else can you offer? I mean, what else, uh, what else does uh, CCBC do to set its program apart? Well, we're, we're constantly upgrading our equipment and our classroom to keep it state-of-the-art with uh, for our crime scene investigation course. We make sure that we have the right material and the right, right equipment. Uh, we're looking into purchasing new equipment for advanced training, not only for our uh, criminal justice students, uh, but also for local law enforcement through our police academy. We, we provide update training uh, for our local law enforcement. They, they have to do mandatory in-service training every year, and we provide that. And we also, you know, like you mentioned, I retired after 26 years in, in policing. I was a police sergeant uh, with the Finley Township Police Department out near the Pittsburgh airport. And I think that any time that you can bring in your professional experience uh, and apply it to the uh, textbook in the classroom, it adds credibility to the program and it, it helps relate to the students how they apply what they learn in the classroom to take it out into the field, whether they're going to be a crime scene investigator, whether they're going to be a detective, a canine officer, a probation officer, uh, you know, corrections, uh, working with the courts. Um, we try to apply everyday application in the field to the classroom so that the students have all the knowledge that they can possibly get to take out uh, to prepare them for a career in these fields. And I, I attended CCBC in, in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, and got my associate's degree here in criminal justice. And that's what started my career and my interest in policing and law enforcement. And uh, they definitely prepared me uh, for, for a wonderful career that I was able to you know, work for a really good police department locally here uh, and apply what I learned there and then carry that on to go full circle to come back here to teach and also be the director of the police academy here at uh, Community College of Beaver County. 
Don Sadlack is my guest. As uh, he just said, he gave us his title. He's an assistant professor of criminal justice at the Community College of Beaver County. Don, I need to ask you, what attracted you first uh, and foremost uh, in your own personal uh, career to get into criminal justice? Well, I think the the main thing for me was, uh, you know, when I was younger, I went through a lot of different uh, you know, both technical skills, carpenter, electrician, cement finisher, different things in the in the fields that, uh, and I just felt like I, I wanted to give more back to my community. I wanted to help people. I wanted to be, I looked at it as a very exciting career. I had quite a few friends that were in law enforcement, and I thought, boy, you know, it would be nice to get into a career where every day it's a new experience and something's different every day you know you're not stuck in a cubicle or an office and you're able to go out and meet and greet the community and and i really got involved in community policing uh i was really interested in community policing and i became a dare officer and a school resource officer when i worked at at finley so the attraction the attraction to me was helping the community and giving more back and and definitely job security you know the <laughs> the unfortunate side you know the unfortunate side which you mentioned early in the show is that there's never unfortunately uh, a shortage of crimes being committed or uh, you know traumatic incidents for people in our community you know emergency response for critical issues and I think that it's just nice to be able to be part of that and know that there's always going to be a need in corrections and in courts and in training for law enforcement uh, so that to me the job security and helping the community and my greatest satisfaction in my career was the community policing uh, and the D.A.R.E. program, giving back to the community. And that's one of the exciting things that we're launching here at CCBC, which I didn't have when I was in school. Uh, It's a a program specifically geared toward high school program students. It's called the High School Academy Program. Yes. And and we're starting a high school academy program for our criminal justice, you know, people that are interested in criminal justice or policing, because it's important to catch kids when they're young, juniors and seniors in high school, even sophomores, to prepare them of what they need and what kind of qualities they need to to make it in the field, whether it's local, state, or federal, because there's some things that will eliminate people from those jobs. Uh, And and, a young kid in high school might make a, a dumb mistake because he's young and immature and he doesn't think about the consequences, but later in life, that could eliminate them from the process for a job with uh, Homeland Security or the FBI or the DEA or the state police. So it's nice to kind of let them know what they need to do to start paving the way and laying the foundation for their future in criminal justice. Don, we're going to take a short time out. When we return, we'll come back and talk about the types of students who are attracted to this major and the type of work that they could be doing. I know that uh, we've talked a little bit about that, but we'll continue our conversation with Don Sedlak coming up next right here on Frontiers in Learning. Join everyone's favorite practically perfect nanny for a high-flying, magical, musical adventure. Mary Poppins kicks off the 2017-2018 Highmark Subscription Series live at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center this October. Step in time and join the fun from October 6th to the 8th, October 13th to the 15th, and October 20th to the 22nd. Take the family for an adventure they're sure not to forget with this live production of Mary Poppins, 
Don't wait until the last minute as tickets are flying out the door. Call the box office at 724-576-4644, option 2, or visit www.lincolnparkarts.org to purchase your tickets today. Do you want a more secure future? Can you keep the plant running and work in a state-of-the-art facility? Then enroll in Community College of Beaver County's Process Technology Program and in just two years, earn a degree and be on your way to a high-tech career with companies like Shell, ECI, Ecolab, BASF, and MarkWest. Classes start August 28th. Visit ccbc.edu forward slash process to see how you can thrive as part of the region's new workforce every day that you go to work. Welcome back to Frontiers and Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. We're talking today about the Community College of Beaver County's criminal justice program. We're finding out what it's all about, what you'll learn, and if you could meet the qualifications. Don Sadlack is with me, the assistant professor of criminal justice at CCBC, and uh, we're talking about a very vital program there going on. Uh, Don, you sort of led me to believe that uh, police business, uh, criminal justice business is a people business, and uh, you know, I'm just wondering what type of people are attracted to become students in this major and uh, what, what the students bring to the classroom. Well, we, we look for students who are, are quick thinkers on their feet, who, who genuinely are passionate about the career. This is a career that, you know, we, we talk a lot about enrollment and, and, you know, increasing enrollment or getting students interested in policing or criminal justice. And this this is one of those fields where it has to be a passion that you kind of, as you're developing you know, in high school and early early college years that you, you all of a sudden say, you know, I want more. I, I want to give back more. And we're looking for those people that are, you know, quick thinkers on their feet, committed and passionate about the profession who, you know, obviously are intelligent and, you know, in the field of like forensics and crime scene investigations, but also uh, they care about their community. They're compassionate about, uh, you know, people uh, sympathetic to people's needs, you know, with the crisis that's going on in our community right now with the opioid addiction. I think that that's one area where people look at and have a lot of different views about how we approach that. And I think that, number one, for law enforcement, it is a problem. It is not only a law enforcement issue, but it's a public health issue. It's a, a political issue that we need to look at addressing at all fronts. And I think that you need to be committed uh, to this profession, and the students that we see are just that. They're very compassionate, and they come in and say, hey, I, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to give more back to my community. I wanted something exciting and different. And, you know, obviously everybody comes into criminal justice with those early on desires of everybody wants to be a crime scene investigator because of what we see on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we call that the, uh, the crime scene, you know, the uh, uh, forensic effect where people see that uh, – uh, on TV stuff, and they say, "Wow, that's interesting." Or they want to be a canine officer, or a, you know, a SWAT officer. And those are all potentially careers that you could, you know, get into. But I think that what we see, the qualities of the students that we see coming in, are they want to give back to their community. They're deeply rooted into, you know, the Beaver County community. They, they want to find a local job. 
with one of the local police departments, you know, and some want to go on, which we've had a lot of students go on, you know, to the state police and the FBI uh, and other organizations and agencies. But it seems like at first a lot of our students are really passionate about the field uh, and they want to give back to their community and learn as much as they can about, like you talked about, the latest in technology with cybersecurity, uh, private security corrections, and, and to be able to, to be well prepared to enter that field uh, of employment when they leave here, when they leave CCBC, either for a four-year degree or for a job. Don, you're right. I mean, you know, a lot of kids are attracted to the glamour uh, that is shown on television as far as uh, police work, detective work, uh, cybersecurity work, so on and so forth. But with police being targeted by criminals, uh, and we see this in the news so often today, uh, whether it's criminals, hate groups, terrorists, are you seeing a change in the number of students who uh, may be fearful of going into the field? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Chris, that's a great point you bring up. We, you know, that's one of the things we talk about when we discuss enrollment is, you know, that like we mentioned earlier, this isn't a field for everyone. So some people that may have considered it, uh, you know, five or ten years ago might look at the state of society now and say, you know, why would I want to get into this field now? And, uh, and put my life on the line based on what's going on in society. But one trademark of this profession is, People that come into the, to this profession want to make it a better place, and they want to give back, and they want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Absolutely. And by the way, we need to salute you for your service in Finley Township all those years as well. Well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. All right. Let's talk about the course load. Uh, Obviously, there are students out there, parents and grandparents listening to this program right now, uh, wondering if they fit in, if their child fits in, if their grandchild fits in. Let's talk about some of the, uh, the, the courses uh, that you need to complete to get a criminal justice degree at CCBC. Okay, Chris, we have a lot of different courses uh, that the students can take. We have uh, domestic terrorism. We have a child abuse course. Um, we have courses in uh, corrections criminal law. Um, in fact, I was just looking for a list here on my desk to see what classes I could go right down the list with you mm -hmm. for some of the classes. We also have a Homeland Security Certificate Program. Uh, we have the Policing in America uh, Program. It's a, you know, you know, specifically geared to policing. Um, we have Juvenile Justice, Juvenile Delinquency Program. Um, trying to think, the Narcotics and Drug Abuse is another one. That we that we also cover, uh, and at first they get their prerequisites out of the way, like introduction to criminal law, uh, corrections, criminal justice, uh, and then we move into the more specific courses, uh, you know, that are law enforcement related or corrections related, depending on which area they want to pursue. And like I said, our our newest one is investigation and protection is the one we're you know more recently going to launch. What about basic skills? Uh, obviously, you need to be a communicator. As you mentioned, uh, you know, law enforcement uh, at the level uh, at which you worked, uh, a lot of it was dealing with the community. So you have to be a communicator. Uh, do you need basic math skills uh, and, and other skills like that? Sure. We have two different degrees here, Chris. And the one is more, like you just mentioned, where you have some prerequisites that are math and science. And then we have the other. So that would be more for those people looking into the applied science or the, uh, you know, looking like you talked about forensics or that we had discussed where they're looking for a specific uh, area 
that they're looking into, so they would have that sciences and math. The others are more uh, hands-on, the criminal law, the policing, the juvenile delinquency, narcotics and drug abuse. And like I said, if it's specific to homeland security or domestic terrorism, we have orientation to homeland security, a certificate program, uh, domestic terrorism, physical deterrence that are more geared toward that. TSA, Department of Homeland Security, those kinds of, of degrees. But, yeah, we're looking for good – I mean, definitely in this field you have to be a good communicator. But what we're seeing in, in, in general in education today is that it seems more and more we're losing that communication skill and public speaking skill in students because of the technology with texting and emailing. They don't have that upfront, face-to-face conversation as much – as we used to 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago when we didn't have that type of technology. Everybody today, it seems, the new generation would prefer to send a text or an email than talk to somebody in person. So if we're not constantly working on our communication skills, like a great example would be our interview and interrogation class. We see in that class a lot of people struggle with those interview and interrogation skills based on you need to be a good communicator, body language, eye contact, those kind of things. And so we try to work on that specifically with students, uh, you know, study skills, you know, uh, computer skills if they do an online course, because a lot of our courses are either online or hybrid where we do in-class and online. So the kids have to have, the students today, have to have that technology side to be able to do the online. And like I said, with interview interrogation and police work, that's a people skill. That's a corrections, policing, law and adjudication, attorney, criminal law, uh, probation officer, constantly dealing with people, face-to-face communication skills, community policing in the street. You have to be able to communicate to people and, and, and be compassionate and caring for them to see that, that you have those kind of skills. So those are the things that we encourage in the classroom is the study habits, the per- interpersonal skills uh, to help them be successful in this field. It's amazing. I hear that across the board. Dom, we're going to come back and uh, finish our conversation right after we take a short time out. This is Frontiers in Learning. Do you want to get promoted? Can you be your own boss? Then enroll in Community College of Beaver County's Business Administration or other related programs and in just two years or less be on your way to a great career with skills in management, accounting, marketing, human resources and more. Starting college over or picking up where you left off? They're here to help. Register now for the fall semester. Classes start August 28th. Visit ccbc.edu forward slash business degree to see how you can be worth more every day that you go to work. Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center invites you to join us as we dream bigger during our upcoming 2017-2018 Highmark subscription series. This season includes Mary Poppins, James and the Giant Peach Jr., It's a Wonderful Life, The Nutcracker, The Great Gatsby, Sleeping Beauty, Big Fish, and Ragtime. The eight shows in this year's subscription series will not only bring to life fascinating characters, they will all feature high-quality production values, affordable ticket prices, and incredible talent. Whether you choose a subscription package or buy tickets to a single show, your experiences at Lincoln Park are sure to be memorable ones. Call the box office at 724-576-4644, option 2, or visit www.lincolnparkarts.org to purchase your tickets today. Bigger dreams begin at Lincoln Park. 
Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org. Welcome back to Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shuplin. Don Sedlak is with me with the Community College of Beaver County's Criminal Justice Program. We're having a very upbeat, uh, very encouraging conversation here about the program, what you can learn, uh, where students can be employed, how they can get into the workforce, so on and so forth. Now, uh, this isn't the end all as far as criminal justice learning is concerned. A lot of your credits at CCBC will transfer to four-year universities uh, and uh, people can go on and get four-year degrees and master's degrees and so on and so forth in this. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's one of the, the benefits of, you know, I look at my past with, with me. I graduated from Hopewell High School and, and grew up in Beaver County, and had it not been for uh, CCBC and, and an affordable, uh, available education that I could, you know, get close to home, um, you know, that's what kind of started me where I was able to, first of all, afford it. Uh, and then once I got my two-year degree here, um, I moved on and got my bachelor's and my master's degree from here, which, like you mentioned, all of our programs here for criminal justice and uh, all of our other degree programs transfer to four-year colleges. And we have a lot of agreements with uh, other colleges that the majority, if not all, of our credits will transfer. So it's a great way to not only get an affordable education, but also uh, a state-of-the-art technology and instructors who work in the field and who applied those learnings uh, in the field, and uh, that really gives our students a, an upper hand and a benefit when they either, like you said, either choose to transfer. And, you know, one thing that law enforcement and a lot of the professions in corrections, probation, and parole are moving toward, some of those professions now require either some college or a degree. You know, some police departments require a bachelor's degree. Some want, uh, you know, some college credits. Uh, some state agencies prefer, you know, at least an associate's degree. So I think it's important for students to know what direction, you know, they want to move in so that they can prepare themselves effectively for success, not only in education, but later to apply it to a four-year program or a master's program. And, and like I said, we've had past students that uh, I stay in touch with that are now working for the state police, the FBI, the DEA that have moved on, some studying for PhD. You know, a couple of our students just graduated, you know, moved on to Cal U or Edinburgh or Clarion or, you know, Penn State, other colleges locally, Geneva. And so we try to have a good relationship with all those colleges. And I think that that high school academy program is really going to help catapult our program, our criminal justice program, with our local colleges, you know, four-year colleges and with our high school students. I think yeah. that's really going to help out. I think there's no question about that. Uh, with the, the different types, the different areas of criminal justice, obviously the policing area comes up. Is there weapons training involved at CCBC? 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, in the, we used to do the Act 235 trading here, Chris, which is the private security or security side where it's armed security. But we've recently given that to Lou Gentile out there at the CSI for the – he does the Act 235 training, which does include an 8-hour on the range. But for our police academy, it includes over 80 hours uh, of training on their firing range, uh, two weeks of firearms training, uh, and one week of classroom on firearm safety and safe handling of firearms. So, uh, and then we also do shotguns and long guns. So that's part of the Act 120 curriculum, uh, where we do have uh, on-range uh, range time for the students for you know handling of firearms and use of force. We talk about use of force, and we just recently are looking into purchasing a what's called a firearm simulator training, and it's a computerized simulator that we can use uh, in a classroom to talk about, which is always a hot topic in the news and current events, is police use of force and less than lethal use of force, like tasers and pepper spray and batons. And so I think that if we are able to secure some funding to purchase it, because it's quite expensive, but it's a very useful training tool, not only for our criminal justice students and our police academy students, but we could also bring local law enforcement in uh, to train on these systems, these farm systems, to talk about their use of force policies and the use of force continuum and how to apply less than lethal force with tasers or, you know, less than lethal weapons. So it's a very effective, very useful tool that that, that way it helps with scheduling because it's hard to get officers because police departments obviously are working 365, 24-7. So how do you find the time to train officers on the range during daylight if they work midnight and court time and training? So this will help make that more accessible here on our campus if we're able to secure the funding for that firearm simulator training. And we're also looking into trying to get a, a crime house where we can do some forensic evidence collection and processing crime scenes. So we are looking into the future for technology and advancement of equipment to make our program state-of-the-art and cutting-edge. Don, I really enjoyed our conversation today and uh, really opened up my eyes uh, regarding the criminal justice program at CCBC. Again, I want to thank you for what you do, not only for the students, but what you've done uh, in your communities, serving, serving your communities down through the years. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. And that's it for this week. Thanks to our guest and to you for listening. Frontiers in Learning comes to you through a grant from Lincoln Learning Solutions in cooperation with the Community College of Beaver County and the Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of this station's staff and management. You can find podcasts of this and all of our shows online at TalkShoe.com. Search Frontiers in Learning. If you'd like to suggest a topic or have a question or comment, please email your thoughts to frontiers at lppacenter.org. That's frontiers at lppacenter.org. The producer of today's show is Don Cameron. Music by Lincoln Park Senior Joey Finello. I'm Chris Shovlin, reminding you to tune in next week for another stimulating edition of Frontiers in Learning. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.